0: Today is a very fun episode where I am joined by several of my friends and fellow Dog Scout members. And so for those of you that have never heard of Dog Scouts, we are going to give you a glimpse into this amazing organization and talk to you a little bit about what some of our experiences have been and what we've learned um, just from being in this organization. So first of all, I want to introduce the, the friends that are joining me today. Connie Romano and you've been in dog scouts for how long? 17 years. Wow. Okay. And then Lisa? 2006. Oh wow. Okay. Debbie? In 2013. Nice. And I joined in, I think it was 2011, 12, maybe 2012. Yep. So we have all been through some really cool experiences together. And so We're going to talk a little bit about it before we get into some of our own personal experiences. What I want to do is tell you a little bit about um, Dog Scouts, um, what their mission is, kind of what they're about. um, And then we'll get a little bit more in depth of some of our experiences. So first of all, Dog Scouts of America was established in 1995 by founder Lonnie Olson. And she has made it her life's ambition to experience as many dog sports and skills as possible with her dogs. And it is a nonprofit organization with people who are dedicated to enriching the lives of their, of their lives and those of their dogs. The, the mission and vision, and that is to improve the lives of dogs, their owners, and society through humane education, positive training, and community involvement. We envision a future where dogs remain in happy, lifelong homes with responsible owners. In this vision, all dogs are seen as a useful and welcome part of the community because people take responsibility for socializing, training, and containing and caring for them. So you can kind of see where the backbone of Dog Scouts lies. And so what we want to do now is just kind of explain a little bit about just some of the experiences we've had, um, with this organization. So I'm going to, st- I'm going to kick it off. And one of the things I think I learned early on about this organization that was so, um, it, it really, it, it just made me feel so welcome and and relieved. And that was, even though you might have a reactive dog, you don't have, the dog doesn't have to be everybody's friend. And, A lot of people that have reactive dogs, they get so frustrated because they just want them to be friends with everybody. And sometimes that's not what's best for your dog, for you, or for the other person and the other dog. So it's really about teaching responsible ownership and how to handle those situations, how to be able to read dog body language, how to be able to read your dog and another dog and figure out what the best route is to take. It may be to exit that situation and not push your dog past a limit where then you turn into, um, it turns into a really bad situation. that was one of the biggest things that really rang true to me, um, when I first started um, coming to dog scout meetings. So I am going to turn it over to um, Debbie to talk a little bit about some of the things that, that you've learned the most from dog scouts.
1: Well, um, I do like how they reinforce the positive training methods. That's something back when I was younger, Um, It was all pinch collars and choke chains. And now you can totally, the uh, Rowan, my yellow lab, she will not even, I put a choke chain on her once and she freaked out like, what are you doing to me? So it just goes to show with the right training methods that you can get your dog to pretty much do anything
0: yeah, and Rowan is the spokesperson for the art of shaping. I'm just gonna say. like she is she is so um, she's so motivated number one, and you've done such a good job with her to be patient and show her exactly what you want. And I know the art of shaping may be some a term that's new for the listeners as well. but it really is using positive reinforcement to shape the behavior that you want versus, you know, it, it, giving punishment to the behaviors that you don't. And so, again, there's a lot of, of information in that, just that whole positive reinforcement that, that Debbie is referring to. So next I want to turn it over to Lisa. What are some of the biggest things you've learned?
2: I like the all the one-on-one time that I've had with my dogs, the aha moments when we have been learning something, and it's just... I, I never think that they're going to get it. And then it's like that one click and it's like, they do it and all the, and the positive training and just all the great things that comes with dog scouts. Mm -hmm. The, like I said, the positive training, the one-on-one with all our friends Mm -hmm. and all of our dogs and just having fun. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, being with a group that you all have similar interests in, and love for the dogs.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Connie. Okay, the one main thing I have taken away over the 17 years that I've been in Dog Scouts is never underestimate your dog. I have learned from the very first time I ever went to Dog Scout camp, um, one of the very first badges that we ever were uh, trying for was banned, and... I'm thinking, this, this is not going to work. He is not going to play the piano. He's not going to play the banjo or whatever. Well, he ended up being very talented, and it was a you know, very fun experience. So when I talk about badges, one of the fun things that I get is um, people ask, what in the world is Dog Scouts? And my answer is usually it's like Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. We earn merit badges. We go camping. We do community service. Um, Some of our dogs are therapy dogs. Um, I think there's now over 100 badges that you can earn. And it's from sports, dock diving, um, agility, um, painting, band, all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, never underestimate your dog because you never know what they're going to be able to teach you. That is such a
0: great point because I think so many times we have in our minds, oh, my dog's never going to do that. And so then we become their limit, you know, Where we, we put the ceiling on what their, what their limits are instead of allowing them to flourish and just, again, helping to reinforce that behavior.
1: That's very good, Connie. Yeah, and I had uh, one of those kind of aha moments this morning at camp. We were doing steeplechase and I did not think Rowan was going to chase that little skunk thing they had on there. But she loved it and went down there like she knew what she was doing. I Absolutely, was
0: she I and was she yes, she had fun it. too. You could tell, yeah, that was great. Um, so I wanted to take a second to maybe have each of you talk about some of the, you know, maybe some of your funnest moments, um, whether it be um, within Dog Scouts or at Dog Scout Camp. Debbie,
1: <laughs> oh gosh, one I love the camaraderie that we all have we all help each other we help each other's dogs even um there's react re, reactive dogs at camp and everybody knows how to handle them and that's a good thing because everybody knows you know we have the true signals for it so we can all get along and we can all do stuff together and all keep the dogs happy as well um at camp yeah, the swimming Rowan loves the swimming. <laughs> and uh campfires are good cuz we always get s'mores definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's always fun. And it's and it's just trying new things, stuff that you would have never thought possible whether Rowan passes the badge or not, it's you still learn something from every class you take. Absolutely. And and I just want to say just for
0: a second a little bit about camp and the badges and how that all works. So once you become a Dog Scout, there is a little certification um, that you have to go through in order to become a Dog Scout. Um, And then once you are in, you can then, um, you can actually, after you sign up, you can actually go to camp. And then you start to learn a lot about, that's where you get into some of the dynamics of, you know, different dogs and how they react. And just because my dog reacted in this situation doesn't mean that he We'll react in that situation tomorrow, you know, and then we go, oh my gosh, what's wrong with my dog? But one of the things too, is that they've done a really good job of um, giving you colored bandanas that actually help other people be able to know what your dog's limits are. So for example, a yellow bandana, that's my dog (laughs) this week. And that means that she's reactive to other dogs. So she needs some space. And then there's other bandanas that show I'm, I'm not great with meeting new people. And so all of us have this language that we've learned. And so it's very respected. And so you know that people are going to be able to, you know, function within that, that language. Um, so and then they have all these activities all day long and you can go that you can go to. And after, you know, three consecutive days of hitting certain criteria, you can earn a badge just like you would if you were um, a boy or a Girl Scout. And so that was kind of the, some of the things that we were, you know, experiencing today and what Connie was referring to about the badges.
3: So other than uh, earning badges, I've learned over the years as well, that you can get involved in other organizations through Dog Scouts. For example, um, if you're, interested in search and rescue you can get like the basics in in dog scouts and then become maybe a search and rescue dog which we have several of our friends that are and probably the most rewarding one that i've ever experienced was uh when my uh first dog became a therapy dog and we used to go every week and um visit an alzheimer's care facility and probably one of the most rewarding things i've ever done with any of my dogs that's amazing that is amazing,
0: um, Lisa. One of the funnest things that that you've experienced. So when I
2: first came to Dog Scout Camp, they they had painting, which was part of art of shaping. Mm-hmm. I never thought my dog would paint. I mean, come on, but three out of four of my dogs do. I have Paintings the painting to prove it, to prove it. Mm-hmm. and it's fun to watch them learn the steps from beginning to end on how to paint. Yeah. You know, and another thing about dog scouts is around Thanksgiving, we have what's meals on our meals on wheels project. Mm -hmm. And we collect donations from everybody that we can. And we have bags that we make with toys, food, treats, blankets, everything. And we, Donate these and take these bags to the Meals on Wheels clients that are probably feeding their dogs their meals. Mm-hmm. So they it gives them great options and toys and great things for their dog. Absolutely, it's a great project I'm that so we do. I'm so glad you
0: mentioned that because that is a huge part of you know Dog Scouts is giving back and yeah the community outreach and I mean and what a great thing for someone who may be a shut-in and they don't have any way of getting out and getting food for their dog and then now here bam they have this wonderful gift bag so it may
2: be just once a
3: year but it's great absolutely yeah Yeah, no that's great there's been a few times too that um, speaking of the painting um, whenever there's a um, maybe a new shelter that's opening up or some other kind of facility we will have a demonstration with several of our dogs that paint and people are extremely impressed. I've even been to a, um, oh, I can can't remember what the name of it is—but anyway, it was a, an event that we went to. My dog was the only one there painting, and people were bidding on his paintings. And nice. one evening, he made eight hundred dollars for them. Wow! And that was pretty. Was that, that was Stuart? Pretty fun. It was Stewart. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> it was Stewart. It was really fun. So,
0: yeah, yeah. that is awesome. So, one of the things I want us to talk a little bit about um, is just some of the things that maybe some of the big ahas that we've taken away from camp. And one thing I think I want to start with is that um, I the last time I came to camp was um, 2018, and it and I brought Andy, who um, if you know any of you have listened to my cancer episode, you may um, have heard that unfortunately he passed on October 2nd of lymphoma. Um, but he was an amazing dog. And he, and so I had zero expectations for him um, regarding earning any badges. And I thought, you know what? We're just going to go to camp. We're going to have a good time. This will be great bonding for us. You know, I didn't want to push him beyond his limits. And... That dog, going back to what Connie said about never underestimate your dog, blew me away. I can't even remember how many badges he earned, but he worked his little heart out. He did agility. He did, um, he learned how to swim. It was the, oh my gosh, I was screaming at the beach, you know, watching him be able to swim. But again, it's just those moments that you just, you never envisioned it happening. And then bam, you get here and, um, it's just, it's really cool. Um, and I remember, um, Cindy and Martin, Cindy are our troop leaders. I remember Cindy going, oh my gosh, you didn't think that you didn't even think that he would, you know, get any badges this time. And I'm just like tears rolling down my cheeks. I was so proud. So anyway, um, so that was one of my biggest, um, you know, I don't know, moments of camp. So Debbie, you want to go next?
1: Sure. Um, Rowan's a pretty good dog. She's friendly, not too over-friendly, but she's very neutral as well. So I know I have friends with lots of reactive dogs. So I think even in that camp, she, we use her as a buffer sometimes between other dogs. And she's so just neutral. And she does... She's just a good girl. (laughs) She's awesome. I know.
0: Yeah. And, and to be real honest with you, I've got a reactive dog and we're roommates and every now and then my dog likes to kind of dart towards her. And, and so, you know, of course I'm there and I get her, but Rowan doesn't even react. It's pretty darn amazing. Um,
1: But yeah, she's, she's a good girl. She, she's a good girl and we try and she gets a little overstimulated at times when we're working on badges but we're here and we have fun, and I learn new stuff that I can take home and work with her. Yeah. Especially now that I have a 16 month old wild child puppy at home. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. and I think
0: just, you know, that reiterates that it's the experience. Cause again, you know, I didn't have any expectation of earning badges, and that was just kind of the icing on the cake. It was the experience that I had with Andy that made it so amazing. Lisa, the funnest time at camp.
2: Marla, my healer that I have, I brought her to camp, and I was the same way. I was not expecting her to do anything because she is also a reactive dog. And so, as we all know, it's hard to have a reactive dog sometimes do things because of other dogs, you know, being out there. So we were doing agility, and that is one of her favorite things to do. And we got out on that agility field and it's like there was nobody else around. She was on a mission, doing the tunnel, doing the tire, everything that she needed to do, and she got her badge. That's and amazing. I was so excited; I thought I was going to cry.
3: Yep, that is that is really cool. I've cried before when we got badges. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, um, I have to I, I have to keep going back to my my first dog that was in dog scouts, be, probably because. I learned so much with him and then going forward I've had six different dogs and dog scouts over the last 17 years but probably the biggest moment um, that I ever had in in going to camp and dog scouts was when we were doing um, scent discrimination with synthetic marijuana and my little Westie was one of the first dogs to pass the test in that um, trial and you talk about being shocked he he was right on target he didn't miss a beat and then the instructor uh came up later and said my littlest search dog and I just started crying I just I just couldn't believe it it was the most amazing thing and I had never dreamed in a million years that he would ever be able to to do that so I was really proud of that and that was my big moment I love it.
0: There's so many. And every year, you know, and I've brought Jake, my lab, several years. And, you know, he's surprised me, too. And every year, again, it just amazes me what we what we take away. And like Debbie said, things that we can actually take away and apply, not only with the dog that we took, but with everybody else that, you know, if we have other dogs at home. Um, so, yeah. So the other thing I think that I've learned a lot, too, is that, dog scouts has helped me be able to speak for my dog and what i mean by that is you know sometimes we're like oh yeah my you know if somebody says can i pet your dog and we already know it's not maybe gonna go that great but we're like yeah it's okay you know what not everybody has to pet your dog you know so you can just you know be very honest and say you know what um my dog isn't great you know with people, you know, petting them. So I appreciate you asking, but unfortunately, no, you know. So there's things that I've learned that maybe in the past I was afraid to say because I didn't want to hurt someone's feelings. But now we're avoiding a, a bad situation because now I feel I have more confidence with how to speak for my dog. <clears throat> so one of the things I wanted to also just mention to you guys is that we are a part of what's called Troop 119. Um, And out of Dallas, Fort Worth. And gosh, I don't even know how many members are in it. It's one of the biggest ones. It's the largest in the country. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's a, it's a great um, group. And um, so if you ever want to find out, you know, if you're local to this area, if you're not, I know a lot of my listeners are from another state. You can look at dogscouts.org. And you can find a troop um, that would be appropriate or close to you. Or, you know what? We actually had one of our, um, in our last uh, several um, camps, someone actually drove from California every year to come to our camp, um, which is pretty cool And because she loved our troop. So just because you're, you know, live out of state doesn't mean you can't be a part of, of this troop too. So, yeah, so... Do you guys have
3: anything else that you can think of that the listener should know about Dog Scouts? So we've spent the day with our dogs, and there are four dogs in this cabin right now. And can you hear any of them even barking or breathing? (laughs) That is (laughs) such a
0: great point. Everyone (laughs) is absolutely wiped out. They have been learning. They have been going to classes all day. Um, They've had a very full day. That's such a good point. Yep. Anything else you guys have?
2: I enjoy the fact of all the friends that we get to make from that come in from all over. Mm -hmm. We make so many friends, and it's it's fun. It is, and it's fun to see
0: them each year too. It is, yeah, it is absolutely.
1: Anything else, Debbie? Just you're always your dog's biggest biggest advocate. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid. Kind of to follow up on what Tammy said, don't be afraid. To tell people no mm-hmm. your dog doesn't have to be friends with everybody your dog doesn't have to say hi to every person on the street mm-hmm. you are your dog's biggest advocate and you need to do what's best for your dog no matter if it's a reactive dog if it's a shy dog if it's a neutral dog mm-hmm. you still have to be your dog's biggest advocate such a
3: great point point. and just because you have like a cute fuzzy little fluffy dog and somebody comes running up and wanting to pet it, it doesn't mean that the dog is friendly.
0: That's so, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, a, a wagging tail. Many times people assume, oh, his tail's wagging. Doesn't necessarily mean they're happy. It's just excitement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yes, a very good point. And again, a lot of that is understanding body language that we've learned so much, you know, being a part of, of Dog Scouts. All right. Well, you guys, I know y'all are tired, just like our dogs, and I appreciate you guys uh, joining me today and giving my audience a better glimpse into Dog Scouts. I think this is um, this has been great, and I think a lot of people will probably now look more into it that had no idea it even existed. So, thanks, guys. Thanks, Tammy. Awesome. Thank All you. right.